Knowing when to jump into a change. This week on the show, we're going to talk to a woman who is a driving force at helping people network together. She started out in network marketing, forging her way from the quiet person in the corner all the way to the top. Now, she is the executive director of BNI Maritimes, helping businesses connect and network with the right people. We have Delene Allen. to Raise the Anchor with your host, Melissa Burbridge, where we take you through life-changing decisions and dig deeper into those decisions to see how they affected the people that made them. Welcome to the show, Daylene. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, Melissa. Thank you so much. So tell us what made you get into network marketing. Well, it was a few options. My husband and I looked into several franchises, and if we had the money to buy the franchise, which we might have not at that time, uh, they'd still tell you how to run the business. And so it was like, well, if I was going to be a business owner, I don't really want to be told how to run the business. We looked into purchasing a business. I grew up down near Peggy's Cove, so it was more to do with the tourism industry. But that meant that you would work all those summer months when really that's the only time I love Nova Scotia the best is when the weather's nice. So direct sales was to me the option of my husband said, why don't you try it for a year and just see what what could what you could do with it? Because you can always go find a job to link, right? Yeah. So did you have many skills to run your own business at that point? Um, I'd studied retail merchandising and I had been in retail management for several years. My husband and I moved around. He worked for Department of Transport with the federal government. So we were in Sydney, we're in Halifax, we're in Ottawa, we're in Montreal. And uh, we were looking for an opportunity to come back to Nova Scotia and thinking that, well, if I start a business, then at least I, I, I am in control of what we do of our time and things like that. So I remember a recent episode of your podcast where you were talking with your lead network marketer and she said you were the quiet one in the corner when you guys first got together. So how did you run a successful networking marketing business being the quiet one in the corner to now being the networking queen? Well, first of all, um, I think all of us um, have a fear, flight, or freeze. So if you're standing there and you wait longer than six or seven seconds, fear sets in. So you need to learn to feel the fear and do it anyway. But what I learned was really developing relationships. Once I met somebody, and because I worked in the skincare and cosmetics industry, women love a deal. And so once a client fell in love with the product, and my little thing was, if I don't get a name from you, if I don't get a referral, then I have to go hand out a business card. So let me tell you, I was a master at getting people to refer people to me. And not everybody will do that. But once you find the people that naturally are connectors and they they got discounts, free products, things like that, if they connected me to people. And I have to tell you that I had a huge uh, reorder business and about... 70% was thanks to about six women. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah, that's incredible. And I know you've always shared the tip. Uh, if you do pass out a business card to pass out two, yep. because you never yep. know who that person can pass it to down. The exactly. Road. And that you never know who, who, um, 
who that card, here, here's the thing that I say, um, that when you get to uh, a certain point um, and you've handed out enough cards, because really they're like lottery tickets, when somebody puts them on their kitchen counter, you're in their life or their kitchen table. Because guess what? The neighbor may drop in next door um, for a cup of tea. If there's only one card, she won't let her friend take it, right? Uh, but if there's two cards, she's oh, here, have one, right? Yeah. Now, the great part is uh, today we can just take a picture of somebody's business card. We can send a link, but still, business cards are magic. Yeah, or those QR codes now. People can just scan yes. us. <laughs> that is brilliant. Yeah. So did you ever want to give up on that journey? Oh, when you like first started that business. Yeah. <laughs> every full moon, every PMS. <laughs> Absolutely. But there was one thing I was really good at, and, and that is making connections. And so that's the kind of investment that you want to make is one new connection a day. If you do little things, big things will take care of themselves. One new connection a day. If you have a little more time, do three, do five, but do one a day and you you can't go wrong. Then you decided to make another huge switch. And now you're the networking queen behind the BNI Nova Scotia. So you went from a product-based business into now connecting businesses to businesses. What made you want to do that switch? Um, When you have spent your lifetime, because really I had my business for close to 30 years, that um, you just wake up one day and I said, okay, I need a new challenge. And we have an aging population in Nova Scotia and we need businesses. We need more entrepreneurial people, of which I think that we're doing pretty good in Nova Scotia, but you have things like COVID and things. And we need to help more people see that there is an opportunity. And uh, through every bad thing, whether it's economic downturn, things like a global pandemic, there is always an opportunity. So what I love is when somebody's in the middle of a muddle, that if you let them see that there is another way that we can all support one another. Yeah. And it's so true. And the meeting, the meetings weekly are definitely a good way to grow that family, um, that family that you can fall on when things aren't going the way you need to like COVID, which is very nice. So do you find this new chapter really aligns with what you have wanted to do your whole life? Oh, well, Here's the thing. I never knew I wanted to connect people. I never knew that by connecting people can be just the best feeling in the world. When if I connect you to somebody who needs your service and and vice versa, you need theirs. And there's an alliance created. It's win-win for everybody. And to me, if we care a little bit more about people and how we can help them, we all come out further ahead right? And that really is where I get the joy is when it it becomes mutually beneficial for everybody in the situation. And that really, that's the best feeling that to me that that's true wealth. For those of us who've gone through a challenging time, finding the people that you know, that will support you through thick and thin. And that's where developing the relationships will always pay off. Because when you are feeling blue about something, because what I used to do on those days that I did want to quit, uh, because I was self-employed, I'd call somebody who, you know, I really admired and liked their job and thought, well, you know what, let, let me ask you. So I'd call and say, tell me what you like about your job today. And because some of them knew me pretty well, it's like, just because you're having a bad day, don't remind me I hate my job, click. Right? <laughs> 
So you often found they weren't aligned with what they wanted to do. Here's the thing. It's all in how we look at it. Melissa, and you know that you count your blessings every day when you get up. You can go in and look look at the job that like, why am I here? Which is a good reason to remind yourself to take that leap or at least go into that job and look for the good and you'll likely find it. But yeah. I truly believe that deep in most people's hearts is a dream that needs to come into fruition. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you any more than that. So what made it motivates you to keep going when things do get going rough or happy? Like what motivates you to keep going? Well, first of all, early on in my life, I developed a motto that serves me, which is, you know what? Everything works out. Everything will work out in the end. And there are days when, you know, I'm a worrier. It's like a a loop, right? It's like, oh, what about this? What if I said that? What All of that internal dialogue that happens. And after a while, it's just like, you know, there's a silver lining. I might have to look a little harder for it, but let's look for the silver lining. And you know what? Things are going to work out. And invariably, if you sit back, have a cup of tea or a drink, depending on how you're feeling, um, and give it a little bit of time, right? Instead of jump in. That's the bad part about social media. Once somebody says something, it's like, ah. Whereas if we just would go, Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. Um, I definitely try and find the silver lining behind any negative things that happen because it's usually a lesson you needed to learn. Well, and you'll, you'll keep getting that lesson, right? Until until we really listen. And again, let's say, Melissa, what I so impressed me about you that you're here doing this because of a challenge that ended up in your life and the journey that I see the difference in you the joy that you exude, the enthusiasm, because you found that path. But you have to go through some crap, right? Yeah. Get there. And if we can look at when something, you know, is right here and you're thinking, why does that keep showing up? It's again, sit back, take that breath and go, okay, what do I really want? Yeah. And we do, we have to listen to that because you're going to constantly be doing things that get you further away and get you even more down the wrong path than if you just take that moment to center yourself and figure out, okay, what do I need to do to get there? Exactly. And it's, it can be hard. It can be scary. Um, So did you ever have that moment that you were like, did I do everything wrong? Oh, totally. Like, and, and let me, you know, like beat myself up. Boy, the things that we do to ourselves, we wouldn't do to our best friend. And so my theory is um, I'm not a drinker. So a cup of tea, but I know a glass of wine. I, I truly believe a bubble bath can cure a lot, a massage or, you know, go walk on the treadmill and, um, not that I want to beat people up, but you kind of go walk the frustration out is what works for me. And again, take an hour off, just do something different to get your mind off it, to give it time to to come up with that answer. So to be successful in both businesses, because networking marketing is not easy. It can be very frustrating and difficult. And what you're doing now is launching BNI chapters to help businesses grow. What habits have you had to create to become successful in both of those? Well, for many of us as entrepreneurs, even if you have bricks and mortar, 
you have to learn to put the structure in in the unstructure or to make something predictable that is technically unpredictable. And so I have always been a person to write down goals. And, you know, at the start of every year, I plan the year out and then you, you evaluate monthly, quarterly and so on. But the most important thing that I ever, ever learned was to know what I had to do on a daily basis to make the, the mission work. So you can't control the level, you can't control the results of what we do, but you can control the level of activity that you do and activity equals results. And so I knew early on building my direct sales company, because my best year was about $6 million. So it is like rolling a snowball. You have to figure out what does work for you. And that's where most people give up. Instead of really, they don't plan to fail, they just fail to plan. And um, a long time ago, a gentleman um, built a million-dollar business on LinkedIn long before people really realized what a great resource that was by connecting with one person a day, right? With one person a day, yep. One person a day. Start a conversation, not not sales. I'm a big believer in first, I, I have to know if I like the person. I want the human connection first because I believe if you find something you two have in common, the two people have in common, if the relationship is meant to be, it's going to happen naturally. So are you finding it a little difficult during COVID having to connect with people via Zoom instead of in person? Well, certainly we miss hugs. That would be. We miss the energy of the dynamics of a group of people and what they can create. But but more important, the one thing about Zoom is instead of a plain old phone call, especially if it's somebody you're just meeting, Zoom is just magical for what it can do to you to see each other, to see little nuances. Not again, not perfect, but boy, a whole lot better than again, just a plain old phone call. Yeah, no, it's definitely true because you do get to see them. Um, I definitely miss the in-person sometimes for some of the things because it just, you can read their emotions a little bit better when you're in person. So I I do find Zoom a little restrictive in that sense because people are always on when they're they're there. And some of those networkings don't happen because you don't have that second to turn to them and say, okay, let's do this. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or just again, the little conversations that can happen um, when you're connecting with people. So we will go back to face-to-face. It may be different than what we know now, but I don't think anything will ever replace um, the face-to-face energy that we get from a group of dynamic energize people that are trying to help each other. That's the magic. One of the reasons direct sales is is a great way to build a sideline to have the tax benefits and things like that. But for many people, about 80%, they're only doing it as a little sideline. So really not committed. If they became a little more committed, they make a whole lot more money. One of the reasons that, because uh, really anybody who's successful in direct sales really is the leader of, of volunteers, they're volunteering to be, you're you're not a boss, okay? Mm -hmm. What I love about working with business owners, people who've made that extra commitment, they got a lot more riding on being successful. And so when that commitment is there, that to me, that's the magic that makes anything work. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And you inspire a lot of people to go after those connections. What advice can you give to those thinking about making a change into entrepreneur world or into the network marketing world? 
Well, first of all, let's say, depending upon what you want to do, talk to somebody who's maybe already in the business. Be as educated as you can and ask for support. Um, and sometimes that's that's not the easiest thing to do because likely the people that are really close to you, family and friends, maybe don't want to see you get hurt or don't, you know, instead of reaching out to the people. So I always say, if you're going to talk to somebody, talk to somebody in a position where you would gladly change. It's like, oh, I would love to do what they're doing. Well, go talk to them because they're going to give you the advice because they've been there. They've done that. And usually those people are the ones who are willing to do mentor. And let's say, again, part of because I I ran a home-based business long before people worked from home, okay, I, I earned 16 pink Cadillacs, made a ton of money, you know, had a business that was made millions in sales in the run of a year. And yet many people said, Delene, you don't have a real job. And I used to think, well, why would I want a real job? I'm loving what I'm doing. But uh, now it's just more normal for people to work from a garage or to work from a room in their home and, and have that type of a business. So it takes the shackles off, um, but it also creates other synergies where we need support more. Yeah, no, definitely. You definitely need more support. So what advice can you give for people to avoid doing when they're leaping into this change? Well, I think a little more research up front. Watch some of the the um, Dragon's Den shows. Because when you watch a person come in with a good idea and they've got four or five experts making suggestions to them, and the minute they're all going, no, 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 you want to go, okay. It, you know, it's one thing to have a dream, but talking and getting advice from people and being open-minded enough to kind of go, okay, right? That if you make it to Dragon's Den and you actually get a deal, that's usually person who's who's looking to grow themselves, grow the ideas, and take some advice. So certainly a business coach, right, or or a career counselor, somebody who can sit down and say, these are all of your your uh, talents and resources. And this is what you want to do. And they'll likely say, doesn't make any sense, or this is a marriage made in heaven. But you see, Melissa, what's always impressed me about you, you are a learner, a lifelong learner. And when I see how you first started to where you've been willing to pivot, really, if you look at it, almost 360 degree, but every single person you talk to, you took a nugget and learned from it. And so again, are you open, right? You do have to be open. And, and willing to kind of be open-minded enough to kind of look for the resources. And again, that's why you will succeed beyond your wildest dreams, because you're that person that embraces those new ideas and actually utilizes them. Yeah, I've been hearing that a lot lately. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, because running a business is not easy. Yeah. Um, and if you don't have that backup, it's It's scary trying to figure out how you're going to pay your next bill. Oh, and yet you, you have a partner, Mm -hmm. but you also have a team, a team behind you, not just BNI, because you're a connector, but certainly finding a group of people that are willing to commit to developing the relationships, you will never go wrong, right? But but it's almost like as you grow your business, Grow your network of support at the same time because you'll all help each other. Plus, you never know which support you'll need at which time. 
And that's why, to me, when you talk about the word wealth, wealth is not just money, although I rank it up there with oxygen, okay? But it is in, in times of strife that you've got the network to pick up the phone and go, I'm having a bad day. Tell me, tell me what you think I should do. That you can really have those honest conversations with people. And that's, that really is the relationship. And you've got to have well-rounded relationships in different areas so that you can support them and they can support you. It's just that much. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. And having a coach is a definite thing, but having the right coach, because you can reach out to a million different types of coaches, but you need the right coach that can pivot you to where you need to be. Exactly. And bigger than just the coach, the whole support network that you're helping them and they're helping you. And again, nothing worthwhile is ever done in 10 simple lessons. It takes some time, but as you develop those, that really is what will serve and enrich and enhance your life and your business. So who inspires you? Oh, so many people, so many people. But one of the things that I did learn early on, um, um, direct sales is wonderful for, for providing motivation, inspiration, and usually some really per- particularly terrific incentives. And so I, I was just finishing my first year in business. So it was a big conference coming up and I could have won some beautiful prizes. And I was that short of the goal. And my mentor said several times, she called like three times and said, Delene, just keep track. Like, look at it. You can get this done before the end of the month. Well, I didn't listen to her. Showed up at that conference and again, missed, you know, but an inch is as good as a mile. And from that day forward, I said, whenever somebody gives me a suggestion, I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to do it. And that's what also made me realize that I needed to set the goals. And what I really needed to learn how to do is either find the perfect client or focus my energy where I get paid the most for that amount of time. And that determined what my goal was. So if I knew my long-term goal, then I had to divide it into 12 months, 52 weeks, and down to a daily five-day. I didn't work seven days a week five days because you have to recharge your batteries on what activity level I had to average to, to work out my results. Well, I might have to take that lesson and work five days a week because I'm a workaholic. Yeah. It works a little too much. And when I tell people how much I work, they are like, no, you need to. Melissa, you know what you do though. And that's the magic, but here's the thing. You can also have a life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I do have to have a life again. So where can people learn, find out more about you? Well, certainly thanks to Melissa Burbridge and the great job she does. We now have a podcast, Network Equals Net Worth. And it's me sharing tips and ideas on how to network and hearing from people. Because I will tell you, Melissa, you must have amazing grandparents and amazing parents to have turned to you into the most amazing human being that you are. And it's usually the first seven or eight years of our life when we really don't have a conscious mind that somebody has fed positive messages to you. And to me, that's where we usually learn connecting. No, that's beautiful. Well, I'd love to thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story and your journey. And hopefully we can inspire some of those other women to do exactly what you did and go after what you want. Exactly. And watch. We both know that we're here to help and support anybody who's looking to create a business because together we are stronger. That is so true. Well, thank you.
Thank you. Thank you for listening to Raise the Anchor, brought to you by Day Creative Solutions. We hope you found that story very inspiring. We look forward to bringing you more this week. Subscribe to the podcast to stay in the loop. Don't forget to leave a five-star review to spread the love even further. We hope you have...